on WMUZ HD1. It's 9 o'clock. And the WMUZ Life and Finance team is on the air. To make sure we're all headed in the right direction, we at WMUZ have assembled a team of experts. And every night, a different expert is here to give advice about the issues that impact your life. We hope you find the information on today's program to be inspiring. If you've been told you have to live with pain or a health problem, we encourage you to call and make an appointment with one of the doctors that host your weekly checkup at 866-521-WELL. Dr. Jonathan Lazar and Dr. Jamie Kramer are upper cervical doctors that believe you can have the life God intended for you. The number again is 866-521-WELL. That's 866-521-WELL. And there's a location near you with offices in Troy and Ann Arbor. If you're tired of searching for solutions for your condition, make an appointment right now at 866-521-WELL. Or check them out on the web at yourweeklycheckup.com. That's yourweeklycheckup.com. Now back to Dr. Jonathan Lazar and Dr. Jamie Kramer on your weekly checkup. It's Tuesday night. That means it's time for your weekly checkup with Dr. Kramer and Dr. Lazar. This is the show dedicated to helping you live an extraordinary life. Our goal tonight is to give you hope, help you live with more energy, and help you experience health like never before. Welcome to your weekly checkup. So great to be with you. Dr. Kramer, Is always great to be with you tonight. Absolutely, absolutely. A wonderful Tuesday night. I'm glad to be here as well. Without a doubt. Well, I am super excited for tonight's show. Um, I have been geeked for this for a long time. This has been a long time in the making. And just as a quick introduction to to what's going on, um, several years ago, I saw a YouTube presentation by a guy named Simon Sinek. Never heard of the guy. Just got a lot of, uh, I'm sorry, TED Talk, not YouTube. And uh, I, I was really excited about this and and the name of that ted talk i recommend that everybody watch it um i believe the name of the talk was the golden circle and i thought what in the heck is the golden circle so i watched it and the basic premise of this video was that people don't buy what you sell they buy why you sell what you sell that's the only reason people buy from you and i thought gosh what a fascinating concept so simon sinek did a phenomenal job on that i would check that out on ted on the ted talks website so then i start kind of following the guy and i have some people that i know that know him and he just kept coming up so i thought well you know i can't i can't quite get this guy you know, out of my mind. I got to figure out what's going on. So then I uh, I purchased his book, and it was called The Power of Why. And I I read this book, and it was a game changer for me. And I can't say that about you know too many books. So then I thought, okay, I love the fact that we have to know why we do what we do, and that separates us from the rest. And Dr. Kramer and I are 
wildly passionate about the work we do, and it's not because we're passionate about work. We're passionate because <laughs> you've heard our stories, and our stories are that this work changed and saved our lives. That's a pretty big why. And so we reached out to Simon Sinek's organization, and honestly, don't, you know, you shouldn't hear the negative here, but I was like, there's no way that anybody from his organization is going to be on our show. I'm sure they're busy and that sort of thing. But we were lucky enough to land uh, Stephen Shedletsky from his organization. And so I want to tell you about Stephen, and then we're going to bring him on. But Stephen wakes up every single day to engage people in meaningful ways so that we live in a more fulfilled world. And that's a huge value of ours. So certainly there's alignment there. He's the head engagement officer on Simon Sinek's team at Start With Why. He supports leaders as they create environments where their people feel inspired to go to work, feel valued and valuable while they're there, and return home at the end of each day fulfilled, feeling that they contribute towards something bigger than themselves. Stephen speaks, facilitates, trains, coaches, writes, and does anything in his power to help create a more fulfilled world, and he lives in Toronto. We won't, we won't hold that against him, right? Just kidding. Toronto's a great place. So without further ado, Stephen, welcome to your weekly checkup. Thank you for joining us. Well, you can pick on me because of our hockey team. That's that's about it. I'll give you that. <laughs> nice. You know, Dr. Kramer's office, we are, we are so excited, and we've been tweeting this up and talking it up, and, um, you know, Detroit is lucky to have you on the air, so thank you very much. And Dr. Kramer's office is in Troy, and she sees a lot of people from Ontario, um, and that sort of thing. So, so you guys might get along better than I do. I'm way down in Ann Arbor. <laughs> I don't see a lot of people from Canada. Well, we, we love all the Canucks. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thanks so much for, for having me, guys. It's a treat to, uh, to be with you. Absolutely. Well, thank you. And so what we're excited about with our show is, um, you know, we're, we're two upper cervical chiropractors, which is a very, very, very um, specific subspecialty, if you will, within the chiropractic profession, and we um, we remove interference. And so, you know, the, the typical medical model is uh, an intervention model, right? Wait for there to be a problem, a cavity in your teeth, a tumor in your breast, a, um, a breakdown, right? And then do something about it. And we say that is ridiculous. That's the dumbest thing we've ever heard, and it doesn't work. It's why we're 37th out of 39 industrialized nations in terms of infant mortality rate, according to the World Health Organization. We're making really dumb decisions with our health as a society. And so we say, you know what? We think differently. And the reason we, we do this is because we both have had our lives literally saved in a, in a 30-second version, um, I was on blood pressure medication, antidepressants, anti-anxiety, daily use inhalers, allergy medication. I was in the emergency department every spring and every fall um, getting breathing treatments. I was on narcotics for migraine headaches, and this was all before I was 20 years old. And I thought that was normal, and it wasn't until I saw an upper cervical chiropractor that got pressure off my brain stem, and I got off every single medication. Um, and 
was able to start living the life I was created to live and give back and help people reach their full God-given potential. And it would never have happened had I not gotten the pressure off my brainstem. And so our model is a non-interference model. We simply look for interference, we remove it, and we trust the body to do exactly what it was created to do. And Dr. Kramer's story is, is you know, different details but very similar. Oh, oh yeah. I was in a really bad accident when I was 16, and after my accident, I had developed migraine headaches, numbness in the hands, vomited almost every single day for three years, and had horrific back pain. And every time I went to my medical model as my solution at that time, I kept getting medicated, and it just wasn't the answer to my problem. And I sought out other treatment methods, such as therapy and other types of chiropractic. And when I found this type of chiropractic, this upper cervical, it was literally the answer to my prayers. And the C parted in my world, and my life was literally changed from that day forward. And it helped me so much, that's why I became this upper cervical chiropractor. And Dr. Lozar and I have a very strong why of why we work so hard, why we want to help so many people through this work because we know there's people out there that are dealing with issues that we can help by literally doing this non-invasive um, upper cervical gentle procedure to help the body heal within because the body was designed innately to heal from the inside out, not as outside in approach. And that's our why. And we'd love for you to discuss um, a little bit about, you know, what makes the why so powerful for people. Sure. Well, there's there's a couple things that you guys are sharing that that I, I love. I mean, I'm I'm not a doctor. Uh, I'm not a chiropractor. I don't have the the expertise and knowledge that you guys have uh, as it relates to your work. But I'm happy to share some some of my own perspectives and and certainly some of the perspectives from Simon and and his ideas and concepts. And so. Two things that I love that you're saying. One is the emphasis on the root cause, that so much of our systems and so much of the way that we treat uh, our own bodies, the way that our, our bodies are, are treated um, by other professionals is from, to your point, this outside and approach where we're trying to fix or put Band-Aids. Uh, and Band-Aids can work, uh, but they can only work for so long. Um, and they will break. The, the, the crack will expand and, and it will break. And we know this. We see this in any uh, human system, in, in any human uh, natural system, in any system that human beings make on our own. Uh, the ones that aren't balanced, the ones that are too greedy, um, the ones that aren't set up properly eventually crack and break. And so what I love about the approach that you're seeing and your own discoveries is around approaching the root cause. And when we approach issues from the root cause, it's amazing the different worldview and perception we can have on the issue and how we can turn that into an opportunity. So I love what you're saying around root cause. And the other thing that I love that you're saying, which is inherent with what the why means, the why is our cause or purpose, the thing that inspires us. And the one thing in common with every single person's why in the world is that every single why, whether by organization or by individual, is all intended to be in service to others. Uh, Our why, our purpose, living a fulfilled life, must mean that we contribute to the lives of the people around us. And so I love that you've both built careers and lives um, that first and foremost are born from your own um, personal struggles and challenges, and you've overcome and you now wish to provide that service to others to help them on their journey that that is fulfillment 
That's and it's very fulfilling. Um, I was explaining to my daughter how there are some goals that I have. You know, it's we, it's it's everybody's talking about goals right now. But I mean, we talk about goals all the time, and it's not related to the season in our in our world. And so we, I was talking to her about some goals that I have of um one, very very specific vivid goals. Like you're watching the movie from the front row, or you're in it. I mean, you can feel the goals. And I was telling her what those were, and she said, she said, Dad, are those? Is that selfish? Is that selfish of of you to have a goal that we would be on a boat in the Caribbean as a family, uninterrupted, untethered from our cell phones, no you like no outside influence and just spend time as a family? And I said it's absolutely not selfish and here's why. Because we need that engagement, we need that connection, we need that time for us to be together. And so it's not just this arbitrary, selfish, well, I feel like, you know, being in the Caribbean. And so, and even if I were, there's nothing wrong with that. The problem, uh, not the problem, the cool thing is what I told her was in the work that God has called me to do, the only way I can reach my goals is by serving enough people. And so, and, and that's true with anybody that is engaged in the way that you're talking about. So I want to talk about service um, when we come back, I want to talk about that and um, the some of these different emphasis uh, points that you made here. So don't go anywhere. If you're just tuning in, this is your weekly checkup. Our number is 866-521-WELL, 866-521-9355. We're talking about having a fulfilling year and knowing why you're doing what you're doing uh, with our friend Stephen Shedletsky. We'll be back right after this. We hope you find the information on today's program to be inspiring. If you've been told you have to live with pain or a health problem, we encourage you to call and make an appointment with one of the doctors that host your weekly checkup at 866-521-WELL. Dr. Jonathan Lazar and Dr. Jamie Kramer are upper cervical doctors that believe you can have the life God intended for you. The number again is 866-521-WELL. That's 866-521-WELL. And there's a location near you with offices in Troy and Ann Arbor. If you're tired of searching for solutions for your condition, make an appointment right now at 866-521-WELL. Or check them out on the web at yourweeklycheckup.com. That's yourweeklycheckup.com. Now back to Dr. Jonathan Lazar and Dr. Jamie Kramer on your weekly checkup. Call and speak with the doctors live at 866-521-WELL. That's 866-521-WELL. Welcome back to your weekly checkup. This is Dr. Lazar with Dr. Kramer, and uh, we are super, super excited to have she, uh, Stephen Shedletsky with us from um, Start With, is it Start With Why or Find Your Why? What's your company's name, Stephen? Our company name, so we, it's Simon Sinek, Inc., and the book is Start With Why. Okay, okay, beautiful. So um, he said in the first part of the show, and I loved it, um, he said, you know, Band-Aids can work but only for so long. And I, I love that. That's actually a much more practical approach because we usually run around and say, Band-Aids, you're stupid. <laughs> and the reality is they do work. That's true. Um, just just not very long. So how did you, um, Stephen, how did you find your why and how did you end up with Simon Sinek's organization? So 
um, <laughs> oddly enough, this is funny that I'm saying it now, the way I found Simon was pain. So not unlike your origin stories, uh, both exactly. of you. Um, <laughs> my, my pain, um, fortunately, was less physical at the time and more mental. Um, I was working in a job um, in a large organization, the largest oil and gas company in Canada, and I wasn't passionate about the oil and gas industry, but I was passionate about leadership. And I was recruited into their accelerated management or leadership development program right out of uh, college university and into this rotational leadership program. And on my first day on the job of the 12,000 people that were employed by the company, uh, 1,000 of them were let go on my first day. Um, And there was a merger between two large oil and gas companies in Canada, and that was my greeting. Um, I like to joke that I'm still waiting for my office tour because I never got one. And um, it took me about four or five months. It was actually around this time, um, years ago, it would have been, gosh, nine years ago now, when I came back from holiday break with Spy Family, and I got back to my job with this resolution to take ownership over my work and find joy and find fulfillment and contribute. And it took me about four hours on my first day back at work in January, some nine years ago, to realize that I really wasn't enjoying myself. And it took a post from a friend of mine who posted on LinkedIn, um, and she said, what is your organization doing to engage and retain millennial and Gen Y employees? And I looked at that and I went, wow, they're doing nothing. And I realized at the time it was a very tumultuous time within the organization, just post-merger. Um, and, you know, many of the, the quote-unquote leaders, those the senior people, those at the authority, didn't even know if they had a secure job. And so they weren't acting as leaders. They weren't providing certainty and comfort and direction and transparency to their people because they felt they didn't have it. Why should they provide it with others? Or they just couldn't because they were mentally blocked. And it eventually trickled down to me. And I was very fortunate that uh, this was my first job and that I hadn't been at this company for 35 years like my colleagues in the cubicles next to me. But I began to experience very quickly in my fifth month of employment what it looked like to be depressed, what it looked like to be unmotivated, what it looked like to to reach, you know, we call it the midlife crisis. Well, I was experiencing my quarter-life crisis very early on, and I feel very thankful that I was able to do that so young in my career. And it was at that point that I um, said to a mentor of mine that I was afraid to move into a marketing role for an organization that I didn't believe what they sold. And he said, watch this talk. And he sent me Simon Sinek's TED Talk that you mentioned, Dr. Lazar, from Puget Sound, TEDx, How Great Leaders Inspire Action. That's what it was. And I won't lie to you. What's that, sorry? That's what it was called. I'm sorry, I said it wrong earlier. Yeah, all all good. All all, all roads lead lead to the right TED Talk. It's all good. And... um, And I won't lie to you, I procrastinated for about two months, and then I finally watched that video, and it began to make things very clear to me. I felt as if I was sort of a puppy dog, and I turned my head to the side, and I went, huh, you know, everything made sense, things clicked. Um, And so that was the beginning of my discovering that there's something more. Um, It was an unintended impact. 
but it made me uh, hate my job even more, unfortunately. And uh, by a total confluence of events, um, I went to hear another amazing speaker named Malcolm Gladwell speak, who's written some uh, great books, Outliers, Tipping Point. And, um, and Simon was the keynote speaker just before Malcolm Gladwell. And Simon oozed of passion on the stage, and he became my orator. He became my Martin Luther King Jr. He articulated a world, articulated a vision of the world that I wanted to live in. And so he recruited me. I was fully on board. And uh, what was funny is I was already beginning to share his talk, not knowing that I was going to hear him speak for a full hour. Uh, I bumped into him into the hall after uh, it was just the right time. Um, I wrote a message into him, an, an email, and it made it to him. Um, the irony is, is uh, now, years later, I lead or part of leading our team that responds to all of his emails, so quite funny. Um, and I was introduced to his work because of pain that I experienced and wanting to to overcome that pain and realizing that for me, my why, to engage people in meaningful ways so we live in a more fulfilled world. The way for me to feel fulfilled is to help others uh, feel engaged and fulfilled by their everyday. That's that's brilliant and concise and awesome and inspiring. That's really, really cool. We're going to take a short break, and then uh, we've got some, some more questions. So stay tuned. If you're just tuning in, this is your weekly checkup with Dr. Kramer and Dr. Lazar. We have Stephen Shedletsky on with Simon Sinek's organization, um, and Simon Sinek is the author of the book, Start With Why, and so we're here to help you reach your full God-given potential, and we want this to be the year that you do that. So stay tuned. Call us with your questions. We'll be back right after this. Hey, this is Dr. Lazar. And Dr. Kramer. Thanks for listening to your weekly checkup. We wanted to invite you into our offices for a complimentary consultation to find out whether this upper cervical work is right for you and your family. And it's great news. We have offices in Ann Arbor and in Troy. So take this number down. Our number is 866-521-WELL. 866-521-9355. And our teams are standing by waiting to take your call. Our website is yourweeklycheckup.com. That's yourweeklycheckup.com. We hope you find the information on today's program to be inspiring. If you've been told you have to live with pain or a health problem, we encourage you to call and make an appointment with one of the doctors that host Your Weekly Checkup at 866-521-WELL. Dr. Jonathan Lazar and Dr. Jamie Kramer are upper cervical doctors that believe you can have the life God intended for you. The number again is 866-521-WELL. That's 866-521-WELL. And there's a location near you with offices in Troy and Ann Arbor. If you're tired of searching for solutions for your condition, Make an appointment right now at 866-521-WELL. Or check them out on the web at yourweeklycheckup.com. That's yourweeklycheckup.com. Now back to Dr. Jonathan Lazar and Dr. Jamie Kramer on Your Weekly Checkup. Be on the radio. Call the show with your question right now at 866-521-WELL. That's 866-521-WELL. Welcome back to your weekly checkup. I'm Dr. Lazar with the ever-glam, ever-fab Dr. Kramer with a C. 
and we have Stephen Shedletsky with us, and uh, we're talking about how you can live on purpose this year and reach your full potential, be fulfilled. And something that Stephen mentioned before is that um, the what needed to happen in his life was found through pain, and it's interesting how there are universal laws that work. And so in my office, I'll, I'll frequently ask her if I'm doing a community talk or a worksite wellness lecture, I will, I will ask groups of people this very question. So, so if you're driving, if you're at home, if you're listening on, uh, online, or if down the road you're listening to this because we podcast this every Friday. Um, so for those of you listening now, if you miss part of the show and you want to catch up on it, just search your weekly checkup on iTunes and this will be on there by Friday. And make sure you review that, by the way, because that's how we can offer hope to people, because other people hear these stories and then they're inspired to make a change. So the question I ask people is, and play along, ask yourself this question. Um, I have a pill in my pocket for everybody listening. It is 100% safe, 100% effective, guaranteed. It's got 84 years of research, and it will not cause a single side effect. It's absolutely free to you. And um, even if your deductible hasn't been met, it will be covered. You'll pay zero out of pocket, and you can have one. And what this pill will do is it will cause it, it will cause you to never, ever, ever, ever feel pain again. And so if there are no risks, there are no side effects, there are no adverse effects, there are no direct effects, who would take the pill? And, of course, you know, some skeptics will chew on it and not raise their hand, and some people will raise their hand, like throw it up there, like, yeah, these migraines suck. Give me that pill, you know. And so, and then I say, okay, good. Has everybody taken the pill? Wonderful. Oh, and then I say, shoot, I forgot to tell you this one thing. When you leave tonight, we have a trip wire outside the door, and you're going to trip and break your ankle. Now, those of you that didn't take the pill will know that. You'll feel the pain, and you'll go have it addressed. You'll have it fixed or, or screwed together or casted or something so it heals properly. But those of you that took the pill, unfortunately, you won't be able to walk, but you won't know why. You won't feel that there's any pain. And then if if somehow you saw people and you stepped over the tripwire, just know that outside of your car, we put rusty nails, and they're guaranteed to go right through your foot and touch the bone, touch a bone in your foot. And so those of you that didn't take the pill, will feel the nail and know to go get help and get it taken out. Those that don't, that did take the pill, you won't feel that nail and you won't know that there's anything in your foot. Um, and you might get infected and have your foot cut off in a few weeks, but don't worry about it. You won't feel anything. And everyone chuckles and says, oh, it's so cute. You know, that's funny. That's interesting. But think about that because Stephen is talking tonight and Dr. Kramer and I are talking tonight. Um, and I don't think that, I mean, the I don't think it's, unreasonable to hear that there are three people that are living highly fulfilled, highly passionate, highly on purpose lives. And that's not a coincidence. We have redefined pain and we realize that while suffering is optional, you don't necessarily need to suffer. Like if your ankle is broken because of a tripwire, go get it fixed. Like end of story. But um, we believe that suffering is optional, but that pain is a blessing. And so um, that's that's kind of a concept we're toying with. And but I wanted to address it directly, Dr. Kramer. Yeah, and, and Stephen, how do you inspire others that are in pain to take action and change? How do you guys do that in your organization? Hmm. 
Oh, you can only lead a, a horse to water. You can't force them to drink. So <laughs> when we do sure. uh, all of our work, we make sure choice is is there and that we won't engage in work with someone or we won't force someone to take a course or be in a workshop unless they want to be there. Um, we'll explain what we know. We'll explain the the context and, and invite that they share feedback with us. But if you don't want to be there, we don't want to, want to, to force you there. We want there to be choice. Um, the, the other thing that I, I what you're saying, and I, and I love the analogy, and I think it's valuable. Um, you know more about this than I do, doctors, but my understanding of pain is that it's feedback. Pain That's is right. legitimately feedback from our nerves. Um, and so when we experience pain, our body is saying, something's wrong. And it is our opportunity to do the worthwhile and hard work that is called the journey to get to inspiration, the journey to feel inspired, the journey to inspire others and feel fulfilled. But that is, that's it, is, is pain is feedback. Uh, and to your point, feedback is a blessing. It's a blessing when we get feedback from people uh, who care about us around how we can grow. Uh, and it's a blessing when our bodies provide us with feedback because it means that there's opportunity for us to, to grow and to make a change. That's exactly right. I mean, I, I can't think of um, how many times the somebody will get in an accident, right? It takes a crisis for some reason. Um, I mean, people know their nervous system runs the show. They know their brainstem controls a lot. I mean, maybe they may not know exactly what it is, but, you know, they say, gosh, I, I, I don't. If I asked 100 people, would you be okay if there was pressure on your brainstem, they'd say, absolutely not. That sounds terrible. And it is terrible. It's life-altering. It's life-shortening. It's, it increases and magnifies and intensifies suffering. And um, But then at the same time, it will take something like a car accident oftentimes um, for somebody to come in. And so they come in and they say, oh, my gosh, my life sucks. I was driving down the road. I was minding my own business. The 16-year-old idiot was texting, and they ran into the back of me, and now my neck is completely messed up. And I'll look at their x-rays and say, this is a 20-year problem. Where have you been? Like, oh, you know, I thought it would go away. Like, well, you know, tumors don't and cavities don't. Why would you think this would go away? And they and they say, and so I'll say, listen, here's the here's the blessing in this. Had you not gotten in this accident, you would have probably probably waited another 20 years, and then this wouldn't have been fixable. So it, literally the thing that you hate the most that you're so frustrated with is absolutely a blessing. And the cool thing is you talk about choice, Stephen. You have the choice. We have the choice to define that however we want. So we can be frustrated and bitter and resentful and angry toward it, or we can embrace it and hug it and kiss it and say, thank God for this. Now now I'm going to figure out what the problem is. Because society wants to take the batteries out of our smoke detector, right? And it's absurd. Like, we don't want the batteries out of the smoke detector. We want to find the fire and put it out so that you can live and party and have fun and, you know, make it awesome. Yeah, and live the most fulfilled life possible. And and that's what your organization's about, Stephen, is for, for people to find their why. What are some tools and tips for our listeners right now to find their why? So there's two ways to find it. Our, our why is our origin story. Our why is who we are. And who we are is based on where we come from and our life experiences. And so there's there's two ways that I can share 
Um, one is, is you can literally take a napkin or a sheet of paper, draw peaks and valleys, lines up and down. And when you have a peak, think of times in your life that you've loved. Um, think of times, whether it's in career, with family, um, from your school-aged years, an extracurricular activity, anything that you absolutely loved. And write down that experience. Who was there? How did you feel? What was the impact? Um, at the same time, look at those valley stories. So the stories where perhaps it wasn't an amazing experience or it was a hard experience. I, I think of my, my grandmother's funeral, which was the first time I lost someone very close to me in my life. And I'm thankful for that experience. And it was a shaping experience because I got to connect with my mom in a way that I'd never connected with her. I had empathy and I had a, an amazing connection with her because she had lost her father when she was 15 years old. And I never knew what that was like. And so that valley experience, it was something that I would never wish upon others and I never wish to re-experience, but I'm so thankful that I did. And so you take these peaks, you know, three or four or five or six peak stories and some valley stories as well. And then here's the key piece, is you cannot do it alone. To discover our why, we have to work with someone else, someone we trust, uh, someone who we can be open with and someone who we trust will be objective with us, someone who's there to, to listen and help us figure it out, not tell us what they think it is. And you go through these peak and valley stories, these stories that are significant. They don't need to be huge. They could be, you know, making somebody chuckle in the grocery store. But memories in your life, recent or far away, um, long in your past or recent, that stand out, that matter. And you share these stories. And themes and patterns begin to emerge across these stories, and that is the blueprint, that's the makeup of your why. Um, the, the beauty is, is you cannot do it alone. If you look at yourself in the mirror and say, what's my why, uh, you're not going to find it. You really have to work with someone else. So that's one way. Uh, another way, which is fun, and you can even use this if you want to test out what your why is or think you have an idea what it is but want to refine it, it's called the friends exercise, is you... Think of um, one of your best friends, you know, someone who you could call at 2 or 3 in the morning and they would pick up and say, what's going on, how can I help you, that type of friend. Uh, I'm not talking Facebook friend here. I'm, t I'm talking real, real friend, someone who's got your back <laughs> and you have their back. And you literally ask them. You say, I'm, I'm doing something to really discover and put into real words my purpose and who I am at my best so I can be it myself and help others do the same. Will you help me? Well, go, of course. And you say, why are you friends with me? And they'll go, huh? And you go, well, why are you friends with me? And they'll begin to stay, say stuff like, I've known you a while, I trust you, I love you, you're beautiful, whatever. You know, they adequately define what it means to be a friend. And you go, great, what about me? And then you let them sit with it and struggle. And you're like, please, I'm really trying to figure this out, help me out. And it may take them a few minutes, and they may be speechless because they're coming from their limbic brain, right, the part of the brain that controls emotions and decision-making but has no capacity for language. And they begin to struggle and start to share. They may tell you a story or two of when they've felt that your friendship has mattered the most, and something amazing happens. They stop describing you, and they begin to describe the impact that you have on them. They say... I don't even need to be with you. I think of you, and life is better. Life is more optimistic. That's the impact you have on me. And so by doing this little friends exercise, um, you, in essence, capture 
the impact that you have on someone else's life, someone who loves you, and people love you because of your why. Uh, and we have all those tools and an online course that takes people through that process as well as the Friends exercise that I just mentioned. Um, the Friends exercise is a free download, uh, and it's all on our website, startwithwhy.com. That is awesome. I like. I just feel so empowered and... I don't lifted. I don't know. Just hearing that, and I think, gosh, I, I think I know my why, but I want to do these. Like, I want to, I want to do these. These are awesome. This is super inspiring. It's fulfilling, and I haven't even done it. Like, just hearing about it, I'm tearing <laughs> up. That's awesome. Well, the 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 wonderful thing is is discovering the why isn't the hard part. It, we it needs we need help from other people, but it's not the hard part. The worthwhile and hard part is actually living it, uh, and, and taking what we discover and putting it into action and forming new habits and, and, and building new things born from this discovery. That's the worthwhile and, and, and hard part. You know, the why is just a tool. Um, you know, you, you have a hammer. You can build a house or you can build a toolbox, but it's, it's up to you. It's what do you do with it that really matters. So it's the application of, of the information you get. What's what's the quote? Uh, ideas without action are are hallucination. So it's the same nice. thing. It's inspiration without action is is hallucination. It's it's wonderful to be inspired, but it's what do we do with that inspiration that actually makes a real impact, both well, for I us think, and the people around us. Well, I think that is so well said tonight, and. Um, so well concise. And I'm so so happy that you're on the show, Stephen. So for our listeners out there, WMUZ listeners, we've been doing this show for a little over five, six years, six years, excuse me, six years now. And we've had all different types of guests on the show. We've talked about all kinds of conditions that deal with the upper cervical work that Dr. Lazar and I do. Dr. Lazar's in Ann Arbor. I'm in Troy. Remember, there's no twisting, cracking, or popping. And the reason we became these upper cervical chiropractors was because of our personal why and how much that's impacted our lives and we are truly blessed to have this show to help others with their with their problems, their health concerns. And then we also bring wonderful guests on like Stephen to talk about the why and how you can get connected to your why. And in, you may be even getting a twofer, I think, in this program tonight, getting connected for your why. And you may also get an answer to your health concern just knowing that there's a different type of upper cervical chiropractic that requires no twisting, cracking, or popping. So I'm just, I'm just in love with the program tonight and uh, we have more great show right after this we hope you find the information on today's program to be inspiring if you've been told you have to live with pain or a health problem we encourage you to call and make an appointment with one of the doctors that host your weekly checkup at 866-521-WELL Dr. Jonathan Lazar and Dr. Jamie Kramer are upper cervical doctors that believe you can have the life God intended for you. The number again is 866-521-WELL. That's 866-521-WELL. And there's a location near you with offices in Troy and Ann Arbor. If you're tired of searching for solutions for your condition, Make an appointment right now at 866-521-WELL or check them out on the web at yourweeklycheckup.com. That's yourweeklycheckup.com. Now back to Dr. Jonathan Lazar and Dr. Jamie Kramer on Your Weekly Checkup. 
Call and speak with the doctors live at 866-521-WELL. That's 866-521-WELL. Welcome back to your weekly checkup with Dr. Kramer and Dr. Lazar. Um, we are super excited. Uh, this has just been a phenomenal show. We've got Stephen Shedletsky with us uh, on, and we're talking about finding your why and living fulfilled. And um, we, I, I love what's going on. So I want to talk about application um, in, in the, the last little bit of the show. But one of the things that I want to ask, Stephen, is <clears throat> we often – We'll have people that wait until the pain is so unbearable that they can't take it anymore. And we can usually help them. In fact, I'll I'll let you peek behind the curtain a little bit. It's actually a little bit of an easier conversation at that point when they say, I don't care what you do. I don't care. You know, we don't twist pet popper cracks, but I don't care what you do. Just do it. Just, I've heard you can help. Just do it. I don't care. Like it's, they've suffered so much that the conversation is quite easy. You know, we're going to find if we can help. If we can, we'll tell you if we can't, we will tell you fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, let's go. Let's go. It's like, it's so simple because they're so sick and tired of suffering and they've heard from 42 people that we can help. And so they've resistance is futile. They've put it off enough. They're ready to do something with it. That's really not a huge challenge. How can we, as doctors, as um, challengers of the status quo, as uh, people who say the way you and mom and dad and grandma and grandpa have always done it is completely screwed up. We have a different way, right? Um, How do we communicate to people who aren't suffering yet? So that they can hear the message, suffering is optional, save for retirement so you're not eating dog food, um, you know, get your teeth checked so the cavity doesn't come and they don't have to rip the tooth out of your mouth. Like, what can be done to help people so that they don't let the pain get so bad? Well, at least the ideas are simple, but the the uh, making them a reality is, is worthwhile and, and potentially uh hard and exciting. Uh, it's you build a movement. <laughs> and uh, movements are built when someone, when a small group of people uh, like you two have the guts to stick your neck out there, pun intended, and uh, articulate, articulate a vision. And just do what you're doing right now. Um, it's the law of diffusion of innovation that Simon uh, speaks about in his talk and writes about in Start With Why. And to, to take it to more layman's terms, I'll, I'll borrow from Seth Godin, who's a, who's a fabulous uh, marketing blogger and guru and someone that we look up to very much. And Seth, goes at, Seth Godin calls it, find your 10. And so one of the mistakes that we'll often do in attempting or wanting to create big change is we'll preach to the masses. And doesn't work because the masses, the majority, are cynical. The majority are comfortable. The majority uh, don't want to engage in preventative care. They're more comfortable in engaging when things hurt uh, or when there's an actual problem that they can see, touch, and feel. Uh, And so the opportunity is to find your 10. Find your 10 people who believe what you believe. Find your champions. Find your star clients, the ones who come to you preventatively, and say, how did you 
come to this? How did you discover that this is part of what it means for you to be healthy? And they tell you, and they tell them, they tell what their story is. I mean, you too both have two powerful testimonies and two powerful stories. And so you keep sharing them and you keep finding people um, who, who uh, want that as well and even want it before they have to experience the car accident or experience having to be on so many medications. Uh, and you one by one find your ten. And when you find your 10, you invite them to find their 10. And when those 10 find 10, you have 100. And when those 100 find 10, well, now we have 1,000. Uh, and, and now we have a party. And so when we find uh, enough people who believe that the services you offer and believe that your perspectives on what it means to, to live and lead a healthy life that is free or uh, lessened in the number of band-aids we use and higher in the number of things that we do um, proactively. There's no verb, by the way, to proact, but we can create it. And so when people choose to proact, um, that's when you build a movement, and that's when you have a community, a group, masses of people who believe that and who know that from their experience it's now the new norm. It's just what it is. Uh, and so you build a movement, simple as that. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I have to say, you know, that happens in our office it, 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 with our patients that we take care of, you know, because we start with we start with typically mom comes in and then mom brings in kids and then kids bring in dad and then grandma comes in and then we start affecting generations and then the coworkers and it starts to multiply. And that's how the practices have grown over the years um, from zero to these big practices that we have now. But but we still want to, you know, continue to reach the masses and we want to continue to share our why so we can help as many people that are sick and suffering out there or prevent as many sick or suffering out there as possible because, and that's why we've been doing this show for so long. The the challenge is for both of us, and I and I don't. Um, well, I'll just say it. We don't need people to come to us for our sake. Like we. No. Um, well, I'll leave it at that. But but <laughs> we. So we don't want anything from. We don't want no. anything from our listeners. We don't want anything from the people in our communities. We don't want anything from the people that drive good God and fly and whatever they do to get to see us uh, because of how awesome the work is it's not even us it's the work is just so amazing um but we want it for them you know like we the uh, there are times where i just shake my head i don't even know what happened and how we got here and how you know it's like you just wake up and you're living the life that people can't even dream of living and so i don't need anything but i want them to have it like i see what happens when the lady with the 12-week migraine in the last episode lasted nine months and they're gone and i see what happens in her life and marriage and with her grandkids and in her business when it's gone i think holy cow i want this for everybody and the thing that breaks my heart is that not everybody wants that for themselves i i it's like it baffles me yeah well and it's kind of like what steven said we can lead them but you can't make them can't make them do that. What would you say to that, Stephen? I mean, empathy is a wonderful, wonderful human skill. I think it's a skill that allows us to do so much, and so much more empathy is needed in our world today in order to, to connect um, and, and to create change for all. Um, in the end, we can't do the work for others. Uh, and so 
when thinking of the law of diffusion of innovation again to create change within uh, a population or to make an idea spread, you can take the 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 normal distribution curve. I'm going a little a little uh, mathy for us here, but if if you look at groups of people, there's three major groups. There are your partners. Those are your champions. Those are the people who are the star patients, the, the, the ones who are star advocates in, in, in your community. Those are the ones who are already bought in. They don't need to know all the facts and figures and, and information. They believe what you believe. They're your partners. They're your champions. They're leaned in. They're engaged. Then you have your tourists, and the tourists make up the majority of the population. The tourists are the ones who go, oh, that's interesting, that's novel, I like that idea. They may even take a picture of it, but they're not going to do anything. Uh, and if anything goes wrong, hmm. guess whose fault it is? The tour guide. That guy was an idiot anyway. What a schmuck that was never going to work, right? And then finally you have your prisoners. Prisoners are even terrorists. These are the people who will kibosh your ideas. They are actively disengaged. Think of sitting in a, in a meeting room and someone has crossed their arms and is leaning back and is thinking, I will never get this time back in my life. And the funny thing is, is it's true. They won't. <laughs> but these are people who make it worse. They're toxic. If only I could fix and change them, things would be better here or we'd make the change we want to see. But the thing is, is we can't fix and we can't change them. Only we can do that ourselves. And only we can change the systems that change those behaviors. And so the interesting thing is, is to take a prisoner and to move them into tourist land takes 10x energy. Wow. To move a tourist to a partner takes 3x energy. And to amplify the efforts of a partner, of a champion, takes 1x energy. So my question is, is where do you Holy want to spend your time? Cow. That's amazing. As, 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 as human beings, we tend to focus on the squeaky wheel. We tend to focus on the one who's against our ideas, and we try to fix them. We try to, if only they would agree with me, but it's the wrong place to focus. If we just focus on the people who already believe what, what we believe, and to, to your point, you guys love your, your work, and you're busy, and so... What's wonderful is you don't care so much about competition. You care about collaboration. You care about finding other chiropractors and other professionals. You know, I, I'm not a chiropractor, but we believe in the same vision of the world. We want the same thing for, for people. And so we're beating this drum and trying to create this change. Uh, and what's wonderful is we can collaborate across clinics, across cities, across industries, and we can all beat on this drum together to create the change in the world that we all wish to see. You know, I, I have to I have to say this and I the we recently came across a a partner or champion or somebody who's leaned in and they they've been around over the years, but I can honestly say that we're we're in this really cool place right now where there's a specific one, and I alluded to her a minute ago about the 12-week migraine, and um, and she had come in, and literally um, she had she had come into the office, and her migraine went away, and I did nothing. Like, I showed up every day, as many days as I could at my best. She saw some other type of practitioner who said, I think it's the top bone in your neck. You need to find a specialist that can do that, and... 
her husband found us online that day. We had two cancellations of special time slots, like new patient time slots, which I can't even tell you when they happened last. And she was able to get in that day, which never happens. And she was able to get adjusted that day, which also never happens. And her headache went away on that visit. And they drove an hour and a half one way to come in. And I have no idea how many people this woman has brought in. She's flown me all over the place just to get her care when she's not local. And she had me come out and speak to her organization tonight, which, incidentally, I talked a lot about Simon Sinek's stuff, because it's just so inspiring and so in alignment, and, and I love it. Um and I'm not joking. Like, I've never had anybody so generous before. The woman literally took out a billboard, like, and put my picture on it. And the th- cool thing is it has nothing to do with me. Like, I can't I can't do anything that would inspire somebody to put my face on a billboard. My point in saying that is um, she... She's the one of those partners, one of those champions, and I would actually challenge to amplify. You said to amplify a champion takes 1x energy. I would say to mm-hmm. amplify a champion adds about 10x energy to me. It doesn't take mm-hmm. any energy out of me. I think it adds. And so I just say that I got I got to send a shout out. Her name's Laura DeLong. She's amazing. Everybody she runs with is amazing. And Dr. Kramer, I know you experienced this. People will come into the office and I haven't, I didn't look at where they came from. I don't want any preconceived ideas. I just start talking to them. And I think, I know Laura sent you in, number one, because you're awesome. Number two, because you just brought me a box of chocolates and you had never met me before. Number three, you already believe in what I'm saying. Number four, I don't have to convince you of anything. You know what I'm talking about? Like, you know, the, the, her tribe. Absolutely. She Absolutely. sends people in from her tribe. It's It's amazing. And so... It's just, yeah, I agree with everything you've said with the exception of it does not take me 1x energy to amplify these. It it adds tremendously. It adds a tremendous amount of energy. What's what's also cool of what you say is she's not necessarily doing it for you. She's also doing it for her because it brings her joy. And she's putting her reputation at risk. But she's doing it because she's loyal, because she believes and your intent, she knows that you're genuine. She knows that you show up to, to serve and, and to help. Um, and it's, it's, it's fulfilling to her. She doesn't do it for you. She does it for her, and she does it to serve others, and that's pretty cool. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I just, I just love all of that and, and, and what we're talking about tonight. And is, is, you know, we're, we're kind of getting to the end of the show. Is there anything or any topic that you would like to share, Stephen, with our listeners tonight that we haven't touched on? Oh, there's lots of stuff. Um, the, the first thing that comes to mind is, um, so there was there was one thing that Dr. Lazar shared toward the beginning around going on a, on a family vacation and how um, you know is it selfish to have our own goals and I wanted to just comment on that and then there's one other thing I'll share just around um, the vision of the world that we have and the change we want to see. So um, back to going on that family vacation or even if you're going on solo vacation or whatever it is, um, there are. Uh, the most successful people um, are givers. 
We know this from a book called Give and Take, written by Adam Grant, which next to Simon's work, Adam Grant's book, Give and Take, um, has changed my worldview the most. I love it. And he says that there, there are givers, there are matchers, and there are takers. Um, givers are people who are generous. They give without expecting anything in return. Um, matchers are people who are very quid pro quo. They'll give, but only if they know that they can cash the favor in later. Uh, and takers are people who, who are always looking uh, out for themselves. Uh, you can discover if someone's a taker uh, very easily, um, and particularly in a job interview or in any setting, and you ask them if they've influenced somebody else's life. And takers will always mention people who are more senior to them because they want to climb, whereas givers will actually mention people at their level or lower as people that they know that they've had a positive influence on, which I find fascinating. So the, the, the least successful people and the most successful people both happen to be givers. And the only difference between the least successful and the most successful is the least successful set no boundaries and they have no goals of themselves. And the most successful set boundaries and have their own goals. And so if someone says, hey, can you help me with this report, a least successful giver will drop everything they're doing at that moment to help them. All the while, they're going over budget and over time on the work that they're supposed to do. Whereas the successful giver will set a boundary and say, I can help you, but it has to be Thursday afternoon. Would that work for you? And if they say no, you say, well, ask Sally. She'll have an answer for you. She can help as well. Um, I can't help you until Thursday afternoon because of what I have to get done or later tonight or whatever it might be. And so that's one thing that the successful givers do is they set boundaries. And the other is they have goals, and they care to accomplish those goals. What's wonderful is every single one of those goals is tied to their why. Every single one of those goals not only is for them, but it is also in service to others. And so, yes, going on vacation or having time to oneself uh, is very valuable, especially if it's coming from the perspective of I do it so that I can rest, so that I can recharge, so that I can better serve the people around me when I come back. And so that's one thing I wanted to point out as really um, something that's just changed my worldview. And I, I love that book, Give and Take by Adam Grant. The other thing that's I'd awesome. love to share is we're talking a lot about um, change, change in our own lives, um, change in the lives of others. And so the most successful program for creating uh, sustainable change for the past 80-plus years in North America has been, do you guys know? Is it the 12-step? It is the 12-step program from Alcoholics Anonymous. Mm -hmm. And we all know that step one is admit that you have a problem, which is to the conversation we've had around you can only lead a horse to water. They have to choose. They have to surrender. They have to see that there's opportunity for change or a need for, for change, a compelling platform for, for change. But so we've knows, got about 30 seconds just to give you a heads up. Thanks so much. AA knows that the step that matters the most is step 12. And step 12 is the choice to take what you know uh, and give it to another, is service. And so we believe in the help others world. And so that's the world we're trying to create, and we can all do it together. Stephen Shedletsky, thank you so much for being with us. Um, startwithwhy.com is uh, the website. You can also follow him. What's your Twitter handle, Stephen? It's Steve Shed. 
Steve Shedd, I love it. Aches and pains are signs that your body isn't working right. Your brain, spinal cord, and all your nerves control how your body works. Physical, chemical, or emotional stresses produce a defensive posture. Muscles contract, locking spinal joints that pinch or irritate nearby nerves. Lack of nervous system integrity sets the stage for disease and ill health. A thorough examination helps chiropractors find these subluxations. Applying a precise force to stuck spinal joints helps the body right itself. Health usually returns as repeated visits restore nervous system integrity. And that is why chiropractic care has helped millions of people just like you get well and stay well. On behalf of our teams in Ann Arbor and in Troy, our awesome team at WMUZ and um, Stephen Shedletsky and the uh, Simon Sinek organization, thank you so much for being here. We look forward to being back next week. God bless.